Hey everyone, uh, this is a special edition of Off The Shelf where we are going to interview uh, our good friend Travis Springer-Watts, who you may know from the Facebook group. And uh, this is actually something that we're going to do a few times. It's not going to be a regular thing, but it will happen occasionally where we get a few people in and we do some interviews and we talk to, talk to them about certain things that they've done as a Transformers fan and where their Transformers fandom begins. Uh, so... Welcome, and I, I should also mention. Sorry, we also have Brad on the line to talk to to talk to Travis, who uh, who knows most about Travis because he's been. You guys have been friends for quite some time, I believe. Yes, hello, and you're going on the payroll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Trav. He um, he's done a few good figures that we've seen on the site. Um, he done my uh, Ozton Prime. Um, he's just recently done a repaint of the MP. Zero Free, Go Starscream into a custom Ice Storm, and I'm sure you've all seen the photos of his Cybertron Primus figure. He's got two customizing videos on the site already, and hopefully they're going up on the YouTube channel shortly. Um, he's the admin of the group and he's the vice president of the club. Travis, welcome. Hello, everybody. How are you guys? <laughs> Evening. We're great. I'm Doing well. I'm actually kind of jealous after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the queen, to be honest. <laughs> bow, bow to you, good sir. <laughs> I just wave out my window. <laughs> so, uh, Travis, we should actually start by asking, where whereabouts actually are you? Uh, well, I'm in Adelaide, South Australia. Um, geographically, kind of, I guess, slightly south of the city. You could say in a lovely little suburb called uh, Clarence Gardens. It's quite nice. And there's, uh, you know, very low crime and all this, all that good stuff, which is good for me. Mm. Houses are expensive, ridiculously expensive. Houses, but, I, th um, I think housing is expensive everywhere these days. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, move out of the city. Yeah, I'd love to get back to the country, but at this stage, probably won't happen for a while. Mm. So, are you, are you an Adelaide native, or have you have you found yourself there over the years? Um, well, I was originally born in Port Pirie, which is about 220 kilometres north. Um, lived there for a um, good part of my life. Lived in Port Augusta as well. Uh, moved to Adelaide for a, a woman and a job. In that and order? Yeah. Well, pretty much, yeah, actually, quite strangely enough, pretty much in that order. And, um, yeah, and I've been living here for, I'd say, probably about 11, 12 years now. So, yeah. Mm, nice. It was, a, it was a good move. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I don't mind it here as as far as, you know, city life and, and all the rest of it's concerned. I'm, I'm used to the rat race. Adelaide's just a big country town, you know, but... Um, Without the gossip, I guess. I'm sure on the figure front, front too, your uh, your access to Transformers is probably as bad there as it is anywhere else in Australia. So, well, that's what I was uh, going to ask, actually, because I mean, uh, we see a lot of posts on the Facebook group from people in Western Australia just going, "Where the hell are Combiner Wars? Um, how is it? How is it in Adelaide? Because you're sort of like, you, you know, you're halfway across. Mm. Um, it's nowhere near as it's nowhere near as fast as uh, as the eastern states. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down to the further away from the docks you are, the worse it is. So good old <laughs> Perth, you know, 1974. Um, have fun waiting for the next uh, you know what, 20, 30 years for these guys to rock up. I think Perth is actually just getting Generation Two this year. <laughs> yeah, I wish. 
You'll see a flurry of bright purple ramjets pop up on the Facebook site soon. Where's that? Where's that G two Manosaur? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Isn't that, isn't that one things. in Toys R Us? In <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Dan run into that? Uh, it was a reissue though, but yeah. Ah, uh, reissues are reissue. They're just as good as anything, I guess. You can just throw them around the room and not care about them. <laughs> I, I do have to admit that. Um, when I'm browsing eBay listings looking for G1 stuff, like I keep coming across this, like it's like, hey, it's a mint inbox Sunstreaker, it's sixty-five dollars. I'm like, yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> I open up the listing and goes, this is a reissue. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yep. The only uh, I've I think I've seen one genuine inbox Sunstreaker, and I think he was about six grand because you know he was in his good old AFA rated acrylic box and. Ooh. Yeah, he wanted big dollars from the States. I'm like, have fun keeping that Transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you enjoy that on your shelf there. Yeah. Next thing you know, Bill's like, look what I got, guys. I just bought <laughs> it from the States. <laughs> uh, I just paid six grand for this. It was a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tape's yeah. still on the flap. <laughs> Easily worth six and a half. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'd... It's, uh, I haven't searched eBay for Transformers for ages. It's just uh, I haven't searched I... eBay for Transformers in about twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, yeah. So your hands are starting to shake. <laughs> pretty pretty much. Like, I got I got reminded of the. Uh, I, I we were just saying before we started recording. I, I got a Transformers hybrid style uh, G one Optimus Prime, and mm. uh, I just bid on that tonight. But I did get the alert about five hours ago that it was ending soon. I was like, yeah, you gotta remember that. Go remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> and then I, I bought it while I was on my way home. <laughs> yeah, I went to the the toy shop that I was in today. I had this really interesting KO uh, Optimus Prime, like a masterpiece Optimus Prime. It was all all in Japanese, and it was sort of it was the same box as um, the the Hasbro reissue masterpieces. But, yeah, it had, like, you know, full metal die-cast transforming figure, except Protector on it, and you could tell straight away that it was a, it was a KO. Um, but it was, it was interesting-looking. The truck, the picture of the truck, uh, his alt mode, was horrible. Like, none of the panels lined up. There was massive gaps in the side of it. I'm like, I'll put this back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it for a split second because it was only 120 bucks. I'm like, could be interesting to paint it up. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that'll, I'll have to have that one for another day. But uh, yeah, interesting, interesting negative knockoff. Well, so we we did see a few we did see a few knockoffs of the uh, MP10 mold going around recently. There was a mm. a white one and a black one and a green one, I think. Uh, yeah, well, there's the, a pe- few people who people who bought them said they were pretty high quality. Yeah, they were being even sold the, by um, one, of the, one of the guys on the group. I don't want to name yeah. names because they're a knockoff. Yeah, <laughs> even the uh, even the Autobot cars, like uh, your red alerts and your. Um, Side swipes and uh, sideways and that have um apparently they've been coming in with pretty good. Mm, they have. Uh. I nearly bought one when I was in Singapore once. Uh, I think early last year, and I went into this. Um, I went to, uh, I'm I'm getting us in the weeds, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna finish my story. Just anyway, mow, just mow the weeds. It's, it's it's story night tonight anyway. Mm. So I went into this, <laughs> these shops. They're, they've got a lot of these shops in Singapore where they sell these little items and you can hire like a box and you, yeah. it's like a lockable box and you put a price tag on everything in there and the person sells the item from your box, they take a cut and it's all done. So a lot of collectors will put their pieces in there just hoping yeah. to sell them eventually and, you know, they can leave them and take them out of their house. And so Sounds I went in, like baggage battles. Uh, could be. <laughs> so I went into one of these shops and like, 
I was looking for an animated Rodimus, um, oh, and I yes. and I found it. I found it. It cost me a pretty penny that one, but um, mm. it also had they also had a uh, a masterpiece. I think it was a Red Alert, mm. and it was thirty bucks. Mm, yeah, and I was and I looked at it. And I was like. <laughs> That's got to be a knockoff, right? That's how, KO like, prices. <laughs> how, can, how can you tell if it's a knockoff or not? Or is the guy just really that much of an idiot? And yeah. I, I Googled it and people were like on the, on the T forums, forums going, oh, I, I, hear, I see there's knockoffs, red alerts. I'm like, ooh, yeah, that might be it. And then they're like, oh, I can't see anything on the theater. And also, you, you, you like when, I, when I'm talking in someone else's voice, how I go into this slightly, oh, gee, you know, this weird voice. Um, and they're like, oh, gee, you know, I don't, I can't see anything about the figure that, you know, would indicate that it's a knockoff mm. or anything. I was like, oh, yeah. And I spoke to the, the person in the store and they said, look, you know, once I open that container and take, take the item out, you have to buy it. I'm not going to, I can't put it back in there. And I'm like, that's bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so they, so she handed me the box and I looked at it. And I'm like, okay, I found a very good indicator of the, uh, the fact that it was a knockoff. You know the Transformers logo, how it's got mm. a flood fill from blue down to red, or is yeah. it red hate, down to blue? No, no, no. The logo itself—it's it, got a gradient fill on it. Sorry. Oh, okay. So imagine that gradient spun around ninety degrees and put on every letter of the word. So, like every letter has a gradient from blue to red across yeah. it. That was yeah. the Transformers logo on the side of the box. I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah, yeah. There, there's that sign that it's a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, just that little bit of flair, that but knuckle yeah. flair. Yeah, that one thing that they that one thing that they forgot to get right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's the one good thing about I guess knockoffs with that particular line is when China managed to get their hands on the uh, the molds, the plastics and stuff that they use are better quality, and you find that a lot of refining, a lot of their refining processes are better quality. So they generally will produce a better product than you know, like your Hasbro original, which is which is <laughs> kind of remarkable. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, uh, to you know, I guess everybody wants to hang on to that. Oh, but it's genuine, you know. So they'll pay the hundred and ten dollars for you know Red Alert rather than thirty dollars because it's genuine. But I mean, to if you want to leave that in your box and go buy a uh, you know a knockoff that looks better or you know feels better in hand because it just it might be made out of better plastic, then it's a good way to do it. Well, so mm. see, see, I've got a um, I've got a Generation One Aerial Bots gift set. Mm. I'm not getting that out of the box now, so I was like, I will go and buy a knockoff Superion from uh, knockoff G1 Superion. I'll display that. Yeah, yeah. you get loose one for hundred bucks. Yeah, well, there's um, but there's Target a, for like twenty bucks. <laughs> That's it. Um, there's a, a seller on eBay, and like, I've bought a few things off of her, and it's all KO stuff, but uh, it hasn't actually been too bad. Uh, the only complaint that I've got is one of the Dinobots that I bought. Um, I opened it up, and like his, like his spring-loaded cannon, there was literally half of the shell in there, and that was it, mm, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> like, oh, well, I, I, I guess it's a knockoff, and the transformation was a bit... Was a bit stiff and a bit you know things didn't lock into place properly and stuff but you know whatever he was like twenty dollars thirty dollars i think they didn't get the full mode over there <laughs> no <laughs> they just kind of no here's some spare parts chuck it in the back mm -hmm. of the box close it up move it along <laughs> yep next yep so but that's the only thing that's uh that's the only bad one i've ever had 
So, so, well, so tell us. Uh, we, we might we might try and get a little bit on track for some interview questions yep. since we are drifting towards Transformers topics now. <laughs> Indeed. Can you remember what your first Transformer was? Uh, look, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I also back... I don't actually know how old you are, mm. so it depends. I don't know what generation oh. it's going to be. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm 34, so my first Transformers were G1. Yeah, um, 30s represent. Just, just. Yeah, holla 1980s. Um, uh, it was, I'm trying to think back because there's a little bit of a period there where I had a whole conglomerate of things. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Prime, followed very closely by, um, I think it was uh, I think it was Slag. They were my yeah, two first Transformers. Um Prime, I managed to snap the leg off of. Ooh. And my old man uh, was, you know, dead set on, you know, gluing him back together. But uh, I don't end up thinking he, he just couldn't find a glue that would stick that type of plastic. Even the super glue was too brittle. You know, five-minute aerodite just kept on falling off because it doesn't work well plastic with plastic. So it was kind of a no hope. Um, oh, yeah. 2995, boy, you were putting that thing back together. <laughs> I've, I've, I've lived a good portion of my life in the firm belief that someone will eventually invent the right kind of glue for fixing toys. Mm. Yeah, especially for that era, because mm. the, the plastic is a bit bizarre. It just, um, I mean, I don't know what's in it. I don't, I don't really know what the plastic is, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't adhere very well. So, it works okay with model glue, I guess, but it's not, it's not strong. Anything that I glue together, I always have to put screws through it and stuff and, you know, all the rest of it. But, um, yeah, Prime was my, I'm pretty sure Prime was my first figure. Um, I had the purple roller variant. Um, I'm trying to struggle to remember. Um, I'm pretty wait, sure, wait, yeah. there was a purple roller variant? I have a blue yeah. one. Yeah, so blue is common. Yeah. Purple's rare. And um, then then sort of you got grey as a reissue and things like that. There's a few oh, other colors as well. But, yeah, I had a purple version. Um, he come with, uh, like, grey missiles instead of black missiles. So he was did one of the have, rare ones. Did it have the, the fuel hose and nozzle? Yep. It did. Yeah, it had all the standard things. It just it was a colour variant for roller and a colour variant for the missiles. Is that, is that not the 86 or 87 redo and not the 84? Um, I honestly can't tell you but because I'm... i remember my first prime it was the g1 colors it was the g1 mm. box but i was i'm two years younger than you and i was i was beyond i was only born in 83 so there was no way i was getting an 84 prime mm. um i'm guessing this was in the local toy store in 87 88 maybe 89 yeah and it it was the purple roller and yeah yeah but it had the the uh the fuel line and everything which i thought was the later re uh, Really, the reissue of it. Yeah, no, they it's still all G one, but yeah, no, they all came with the um with the fuel line, the fuel filler, mm. and um that little sort of T piece that it all connects to, and uh, yeah, come with four missiles and and roller. So okay, I'll just um, uh, I'll just go back in my hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, they all come with the same thing. There was just there was just two different colours that were released. I don't know what year and all the rest of it, but um, I do remember that about it because Bill. I. I remember, you know, shooting the missiles at my sister and her getting the shits and throwing them around. And, yeah, that's how Prime got his leg broken. <laughs> so, but if Bill would have worked it out for us. I yeah, had, Bill, I had would a, Bill would tell us. I had a similar problem. Like, well, not so much with my sister, but uh, a girl at school broke an arm off my Megatron. Oh, wow. I know, I know. Did you hear that sudden intake of air coming from Brad? <laughs> I would have gone arm for an arm and snapped off one of hers. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't have <laughs> just as much. Put a put an elbow over your knee and just snap. 
how does that feel? That's what Megatron feels. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I... Well, after that, yeah, because I remember having Slag as well, and he was like my other little, you know, awesome Transformer. And then I had uh, a few others. I had Rekgar. I, had, I had Psykill from GoBots. Ah, uh, the honorary Transformers of the day. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was great. Again, another broken broken toy. Yeah. Um, and just a flurry of little mini cars of, of you know, Beachcomber and, and Bumblebee and, and um, Sea Spray and all the rest of it. As time went on, I sort of Transformers came in and out and, you know, the ones that I'd lost or whatever when I was young got replaced by ones when I was, you know, like eight or nine or ten, you know. And parents would buy me Transformers, and I'd just break them, because I was a little shit when I was young. <laughs> Excuse the French. Beast Wars? Uh, no. no. I, I, I stepped out of Transformers like ages ages before that. I'd, so I never G2. collected anything. Um, after my little sort of G1 collection that I had, I completely forgot about Transformers, didn't even really sort of know it existed. until I, I, I completely ignored Beast Wars as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I, think, um, I think I was also out by Generation 2. Yeah, I I wasn't... I think I had one Generation 2 character, and I'm pretty sure that was a Gen 2 beachcomber, like the bright green, the candy apple nice. fluoro green or whatever it was. <laughs> so yeah, I had that guy. But um, a few Transformers made it through with me. Um, I had, um, up until a few years ago, I had my original Grimlock. Um, who else did I have? Uh, Sludge. And Snarl, and Ramjet, and I, yeah, my Beachcomber, Sea Spray, Bumblebee. Uh, who else did I have? I, th- I think everyone has had Sea Spray. There are so many Sea so. Sprays out there. More, yeah. more the mini minibots, really. That's mm. just yeah, they must yeah, mass produce them something shocking. They seem to be going up in price a little. You know, you used to be able to pick them up for ten, fifteen bucks. Now they're sort of like anywhere between twenty to thirty, depending on quality. Yeah, yeah, I saw a gold bug on eBay. Path, cheaper. Mm. Yeah. What's that, Brad? Uh, power Glide and Warp Path are, uh, are cheaper. Yeah. There's yeah, I... sort of the bottom end. Because oh, mm. they haven't got the parts. Like a beach comb, you've got the rubber tyres. If he hasn't got the rubber tyres intact on him, oh, yeah. he um, loses yeah, price a bit. Yeah, rubber tyres. It's, it's, it's such a good thing, but, you know, they, they crack and carry on, but... Well, uh, that's the thing, and everyone's, everyone wants rubber tyres back. Well, I know there was a problem oh, yeah. with MP10 where it's uh, rubber tyres started cracking out exactly the same as the originals, and and oh, then they come back... Get out of good the, enough rubber. Yeah, but then they come back for the leader prime from AOE and put rubber tyres on him, and no one was happy with it, so... Yeah, see, I don't get that. See, I would love to have... You know, I would love to have, you know, on the new Combiner Wars, man, you stick rubber tyres on it. I'd be like, that's fantastic. Well, even the MPs, like the Datsuns and yeah. Jack. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's just, surely they, they're building the figure. They can, um, they, it's at a, already at a price point. Mm, don't, worry, right. don't worry about a hypno box for him. Put rubber tyres on him. <laughs> do, do, you reckon, do you reckon they're just like, every few years they do a toy with rubber tyres and like, I don't know, maybe rubber's better by now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll find out in a few years. years. We'll do another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's um the good thing with the with the rubber. I don't know. They seem to. And the tire looks more authentic. Like I look at my prime, like my G one prime, and he's got the rubber tires, and my Ultra Magnus has got the rubber tires, and yeah. I think uh, when you actually sit the truck on the tires, the tire looks like it's carrying a little bit of weight. I don't know. Like it's and it's so small and it's such a tiny detail, but it just kind of makes it look 
nice on the counter. Whereas you have something with plastic tyres, you just go... You're a toy car. Ah, yep, yeah. it's a toy car. Yeah, yeah exactly. My, my G1 Prime, it, it was inside for most of its time. And then towards the later years of playing with toys, it, uh, it went outside into the sand pit. And we had a big mound of dirt that we uh, built roads into it and the Autobot base and everything else. <laughs> and we uh, we knocked the pins out of the trailer to take the to convert it from a box trailer into a low loader. Mm-hmm. And we we're carrying little model excavators and dozers around on it as a float. And um, those tyres, they've still got little bits of mud in the grooves and that, but they've held up after 30 mm. years. Interesting. Like the, the prime tyres, like you could probably give them a good scrub and they'll come up pristine again, a little bit of armour old, but... Um, yeah, now you don't see me too many. I don't know what was. You don't see too many primes with cracked tires. It's yeah, some the of trailer. What's left of his trailer is in pretty poor. <laughs> yeah, the half of it that's left, but um, after being sandblasted in the sand pit. Yep. Yeah. That. Yep. Really playing with them. Um. So let's uh let, let's let's move on, and uh, I'm I'm gonna ask one more fan related question for you. Uh, what's your uh, what's your favorite generation of Transformers? Which series? Because there is actually an interesting yeah. discussion going on on the Facebook group about Transformers mm. Prime today, which does yes. sort of... It'll probably figure into the podcast discussion tomorrow night, but uh, yeah, I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a G1 fanboy. It just... Uh, I mean, all of my memories are there, purely because, you know, that's where it hooked me, and um, the toys have just got just this nostalgia about them that you just don't get in a toy or a TV show of these days. Um, so that's my favourite. I've watched parts of Headmasters and like the well, the Japanese uh, the release stuff. Yep. Yep. And I, I really can't get into it because just just the way that the Japanese do cartoons. That's I don't. Funny. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's it's poor. <laughs> it's, it's, it's poor because they. I mean, for me, you know, like this is, you know, yeah, like Transformers, there, there's a universe and this is where it started. And then it's sort of, it's kind of like giving your, you know, really nice picture to a five-year-old and he scribbles over it and just makes his own thing as he goes along. It just, it, it, yeah. So, I, was just so, like, so I, I, no. I do feel like I, I, I do feel compelled to stand up for the Lego movie in this regard, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um but yeah so i sort of i didn't watch yeah headmasters and such armadas um anything out of the japanese line i just didn't want i didn't want any bar of um the, the short parts i'd seen it just it just looked like a westernized tryhard you know they always seem to you know announce themselves and be like yo megatron transforms like i know who he is and i know what he's doing why is he telling me again for but you have, time to see, you have to see how his arm folds into his torso every single episode. So, so, yes. so it saves them. It saves them money if they can show the same animation sequence yeah. of someone transforming over and over again. Yeah, and the whole you know the whole stripy. Uh, it's it's just to make them feel and look heroic. It, it's it's <laughs> all it is. Just to build heroism into it. Whereas you know the the good old American G one was like. You know, they all rock up, and Ironhide transforms, and Ratchet transforms, and Prime's like Megatron, and stop you. Know. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end, Megatron's like retreat, and they <laughs> all jump up into the air, transform, and fly away. It's like that's how it's meant to be done. Back to Serena, Ray. Back to Serena. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after G one, definitely Prime. Um, I'm just starting season two of Prime now, and 
I've never been because I'm such a G1 enthusiast. Every other mold of Megatron, or whether it's a tank, a jet, whatever, That's, I just I'm totally there. I yeah. just want to punch myself in the eyes. And um, the, the 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 Megatron mold in Prime is so much better yeah. than the Optimus mold in Prime. I wish the toy was better. It, it is a. No, but no, but I'm talking about the Megatron toy. The Optimus Prime toy is not very good, but mm, the Megatron yeah. figure at least looks like this big, hulking, strong guy. Well, the animation model. We yeah. won't worry about the toys. We'll just go to the animation <laughs> model for the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's sort of when when I first started first started watching Prime, watching Prime. I was, you know, it's just I thought, uh, and the thing that put me off was, you know, Bumblebee's not. Bumblebee anymore. Yeah, still movie. Bumblebee, you know, like he's he kicks the shit out of things on a regular basis, and he's mm. a warrior now. They can't he's not... fix his voice, <laughs> and they can't fix his voice yet. They can make a space bridge, <laughs> ground bridge thing. I'm you know, it's going just like to oh, spoil that for you, but there is a very good reason why he can't. Yes, there is. You'll yeah. find out in about three episodes' time. I read. Well, but, um, cool. So, so t- tell me this, just speaking, so because you have just finished season one of Prime. Or, I love it now. I, or, I, hey? Hmm? Oh, I love it now. I'm yeah. just like, Megatron no, is bad. So the, so the, thing, the thing that I really appreciated in season one of Prime was when they brought Unicron in, that Ooh. Unicron's part of Earth. Uh, he is Earth. Well, we'll say he like he's Earth, but he's not really Earth. He's he's a yeah. part of it, and so like he inhabits Earth. And like mm. I, I thought that was just, that was just so good because they can't they can't destroy Unicron. No, like they they literally can't get rid of him. And like he's as much a part of Earth as Primus is a part of Cybertron. Well, the yeah. Earth formed around him, yeah. so yeah. to destroy so, him would destroy the Earth. That that is my if point. He, yes, if, if he, <laughs> he awakens, he destroys the Earth. So. That last mission they send. Spoilers? No, don't spoil <laughs> no, 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 I've seen it. They <laughs> no, no, sent Prime not, in and he's done the whole Matrix listeners. thing. And... If, you haven't, if you haven't seen Series 1 of Prime, if you haven't seen Prime, for shame. Um, it, it is like a couple of years out of date. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. and it was released on. Okay, maybe not strange. It's been released. It's um, fine. I'm sure everyone's got access to it. Yeah, just, just the, um, the importance of that mission to go into him and shut him down. Mm a real nice really real life, yeah a real a real life issue that the Autobots had to face and Megatron we had Megatron team up with him which was survival of the fittest really yeah like, enemy my enemy is my friend yeah that's right and I've I've really I mean I've now that um, like the first few episodes of Prime you sort of had to just kind of sit through them but yeah. you know but sort that's, of halfway that's through like the first most, season that's like all series though the only the yeah. only time that hasn't been an issue is really the first two to three episodes of G1 mm. they're rewatchable because it's the origin mm. Beast yeah. Wars it sort of it just happens and you wonder what the hell is going on and it takes two <laughs> seasons before it gets there and you're like oh animated, yeah yeah animated they just end up underwater and then they fight a big tentacle monster and <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the oh, general animated. Transformers writing hey you hey know? hey hey everyone stacks off animated <laughs> uh, I think yeah, I have well, practically every animated figure mm. Mm, well. so when did when did you get back into the Transformers um, what brought you back I I don't know for, for some reason and I'm still 
this uh, where uh, this part of my life is a little bit fuzzy because um, just of a few things that uh, happened to me. But um, I, one day I just just had this massive urge to go back home and get my you know last remaining transformers and just start collecting them again. And uh, it would have been about the same time as the first Transformers movie come out it would have been just after that i reckon that's probably what maybe kicked it off it was like oh there's a transformers movie and i just got right into it i'm like i'm gonna start collecting again so i went home and i scooped up all my remaining transformers and went yep i'm i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this and yeah, i just started collecting and uh, i didn't i didn't go gangbusters like my old collection was probably uh, maybe maybe 30 i reckon you know, had most of the, you know, most of the, the, the ones out of the movie I had, you know, the movie RC and the Cliff Jumper repaint and, um, you know, various G ones, you know, Blitzwing, Astro Train and a few others that were pretty cool, and yeah, I, I was, I was honestly in a, I was honestly in a whole heap of, like a heap of debt, and I had to basically get rid of sort of the collection and. Um, yeah, I, I regret it because it really didn't get me too far. But yeah, I ended up taking them down to the brickworks and selling them my whole entire collection for about four hundred, five hundred bucks. Oh, and steps. Um, yeah, and I had you know I'd sort of shelled out money. I had um, the commemorative um, us and uh, the wheelie and, and and cup little box the the has the reissue. I had that and a few others. Had Soundwave as well, both in reissue and original G one. Um, yeah, I had a whole heap of stuff that I'd ordered from the States, uh, from Transformerland. Um, yeah, Bruticus and stuff, and I just, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and I still to this day I can't fathom why I even bothered to part with them because I should have just kept them, and I kept a few. I had, um, I still, I, I kept hung on to my um, my big Ultra, uh, was it Ultimate uh, Movie Bumblebee, and I yep, had a yep. Megatron uh, G1 Megatron reissue that I kept. And one Dinobot that I kept, and oh, and uh, and Devastator. I got I got Devastator like shortly after I'd actually sold my collection. Those were literally the only few Transformers that I had for ages. Yeah, I, I landed a, a decent job and stuff. And then when I was there, got a, got into a good bunch of dudes that were you know also into Transformers. And the next thing I know, I'm started collecting again. And <laughs> You've been pulled back. Yeah, Just and I um, thought you were out. <laughs> yep, and uh, I was. I went to a garage sale one day, and this garage sale, there sitting on the on the shelf is a uh, Nor mint in box. Cool. Stickers <laughs> stickers not applied. Nothing. Oh my god! Twenty bucks. Oh, bang! And I was like, and I just was like, yep, I'm I'm in I'm in again. Jordan. Yeah, and I brought him home and opened him up, and he was 100% complete, sticker sheet complete, Ooh. everything, like, all the weapons still in his little baggie. He'd been opened, but I, I, you couldn't, I, I couldn't see any marks where he'd been played with, but the box was, the box was, box was raggedy. It's definitely been in storage for God knows how long, but yeah, and I was just like, I just was like, throw the 20 bucks at this guy i'm like take this <laughs> thanks goodbye before i could even say anything and i was out the driveway going oh look what i've got, look what I've got. i just went absolutely apeshit and like sent photos to everybody i knew at the time i'm like 20 bucks 20 bucks so you know probably like the best thing i've ever bought and my collection has just sprung up from then and just yeah my sister comes down from interstate from time to time and 
she just goes, let's go buy a Transformer. I'm like, all right, let's go buy a Transformer. <laughs> so, you know, San Diego Comic-Con limited edition Metroplex. Sure, I'll have that. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, she's just like, you know, here, have some money to buy things because, you know, she has nothing to spend her money on and earns a lot of it, and I earn none of it and have everything to spend it on. <laughs> so I'm the other side to her coin. <laughs> so, yeah, now I think I can't even remember um, Last count, sort of close to 100, I think. So, slowly getting there. Nice. I did my um, I, I did a thread on the on the group the other day I, as I was packing my, my stuff up to move. I took a few photos of uh, my collection and I was like, Yo, this is my Sydney collection. I have boxes in Melbourne. Mm. Um, like I, I'm just thinking back because like, I know I own t- uh, the Transformers Hybrid Style 01. I don't mm. really know where it is. It, I must have gotten it when I was in Singapore. Actually, no, I, I got it when I lived in Melbourne before I even moved to Singapore. And so, like, there's a bunch of figures from when I lived in Singapore. There's, I went to Singapore with two boxes of clothes, and I came back with, like, 13 boxes of stuff, and a lot of them were Transformers. <laughs> yep, it's the way yeah. to do it. Oh, totally. <laughs> For sure. If I went overseas, that's what I would do. I wouldn't even pack clothes. It was like, you know what, I'm just going to buy Transformers when I'm over there, and this set of jocks that I'm wearing now... I can go for a swim. I can turn them inside out the other way around. It extends um, the wear time by three weeks. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll blend right on in. So this is, this so. is not not the not the turning the jocks inside outside, but this is my plan for Singapore next month. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. One pair of shorts, pair of sandals, jocks optional. Um, that'll that'll pretty know. much get you through Singapore. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they get you through. It's not a worry at all. And then you can just bring. <laughs> piles of transformers home well so so i went i went over at the start of last year and um i brought back a metroplex from there and i just had um i so my, my bag wasn't big enough for metroplex so i had to go back to the store and get them to give me the, the box that he was shipped to them in mm. and then i'm like well those boxes hold two metroplexes and i only have one so i had to pad it out with my clothes from my suitcase and then fill my <laughs> suitcase up with the rest of the transformers that i'd bought yeah <laughs> So because, That's fantastic. Because I, I, I was flying, I was flying on a business class fare, and I'm a Qantas like Gold Club member. So like, I rocked up at the airport, and they're like, "Oh, we'll have to weigh your bags." And it's like, "Ah, oh, your bags are 47 kilos." <gasps> 47 and kilos I, of plastic. And like, and like they've, lo- they've looked at my, uh, they've looked at my ticket, they've looked at my gold Qantas Club card, and like, okay, you can go. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's a lot of toys. Yeah. It. Um, it was quite good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I can actually pull that off this trip. We'll see. But yeah. So look, um, we 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 should we should try and move on a little bit. Uh, you've become quite well known on the group for customizing your figures. As Brad said at the at the start, you've uh, you've customized a Supreme Cybertron Primus. You've customized mm. the Oztron Prime that uh, Brad quite famously has in his possession, and you've done a uh, an MPO3 Ice Storm. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is going to be a, a, a nice, a nice, uh, a nice brother to Acid Storm and Sunstorm. So, tell us wh- when did you when did you start customizing your figures, and did it start with Transformers, or is there sort of like a, a mutant Ninja Turtle hanging around in your closet <laughs> somewhere? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I had I hadn't sort of um, ever painted Transformers before because, well, being a, a Gen One person, you just 
like I, you just don't paint them. Like, the perfect as they are. If only yeah, someone like, had told know, Hasbro this for Gen Two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's another story. Um, yeah, I, I and I, I hadn't, you know, looked into painting them or anything. And you know, I was always satisfied with the way Transformers came. Never had a problem with them. Um, my when I first started painting them was was well, the first time I painted one um, was when my wife bought me the leadership. Um, AOE Prime, and <gasps> I, she, she, yeah, she bought it for me. I think, I, and, I, think the, I think there's a lack of oxygen in Brad's room tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've yeah, and it was for a birthday present. She's like, oh, you want your birthday and early uh, early birthday? Yeah, early birthday. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. And I was really excited because oh, you know, you know, she's gone down to Shin Tokyo, which is sort of our our local sort of Wait, Chinese. Did you say Japanese Shin import. Tokyo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a little anime shop, and they stock Transformers oh, okay, right. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like, Adelaide, Tokyo. Yeah, no, no, different one. No, I was thinking it, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it sounded like, sound like uh, San Fran, Tokyo from uh, Big Hero Yeah, Six. that's what I heard too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, different shop altogether. Different, just, different just, thing just altogether. To, just to clarify, you're the leader prime and not the first edition leader. Uh, no, no, not... Uh, not the not first edition no, uh, le- yep, leadership, the, no, the, the the other one. So yeah, the, just the normal the leadership second, run. The second leader, yep. Yep. So she bought me that, and I I thought to myself, oh yeah, it's a transformer. I open up, and, and it's this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just looked at the box, looked at her, and she's like, you don't like it, do you? I'm like, because I wasn't a fan of anything movie and anything new at all. And Represent. I was like, it's not that I, yeah, I'm like, it's not that I don't like it. She's like, oh, I can take it back and get something else. I'm like, nah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. And I just started, um, you know, I, I joined up uh, Transform World, you know, 2005, the forums and stuff. And I've just looked at it. I'm going, and I've gone to her, you know what? I'm going to paint it. And she's like, oh, no, don't do that. That was expensive. I'm like, nah, it's, I'm going to. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so. Nice. I sort of, I looked at it and looked at it and did a bit of research and, you know, checked out the, the standard mods, you know, removing the backpack and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, so I just pushed this pin out and, hey, he actually looks like Optimus Prime now. So, yeah, I pushed the backpack off of him and, uh, yeah, just literally went down to the model shop and bought a handful of Humbrol paints and pulled him apart and just, yeah, just it just literally just started from there and um, I, before that, I'd I, you know, experimented with my dry brushing and stuff, which when I first started was hilarious because I started, I actually started painting Nerf guns. So um, everything on, on a Nerf gun scale is is big. So, you know, if you can think um, that the most stupidest thing you can think of, rather than painting it with a model brush, I'm going to paint it with a paintbrush that you would use to paint it with a, in a wall with so just a normal mm-hmm. paintbrush you get from Bunnos. Yep. Yeah, so because I'd I'd seen this thing on, you know, YouTube of this guy who made styrofoam um like the the body armor, you know, out of the whatever the mm-hmm. um foam. Yep. And it's he's painted it black and then he's got this big paintbrush and he's spraying the paintbrush with silver can paint and pushing the wear marks on. Oh, so yeah. I've gone, okay, well that's I'm gonna copy him because the gun's big and I need a big brush and stuff. So I copied him and like my guns were rubbish. Like they were, they looked 
they looked okay, but they looked like up, up. They just looked like crap. So, so I, <laughs> I, I actually, I actually went to a, a fancy dress party at work. Cause of my work, mm. we have uh, fancy dress for our end of year party. I actually did get like a, a an Optimus Prime costume. Yeah, I didn't have a gun, and so I went around the corner to the ABC costume shop. I'm like, oh, I'm going to a party as Optimus Prime, and I need a gun. And they pulled out a painted Nerf gun, because that <laughs> is what you do in TV. You paint Nerf guns, and they become sci-fi weapons. Yes, yep. that's so true. <laughs> yeah, look at so many sci-fi movies, and they got you know modified Nerf guns. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> do, you, do, do you remember uh, Farscape? Uh, the the mm. joystick to, that was steering the ship was a Microsoft Sidewinder painted gold. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so it's weird. There's so yeah. many things out there. Oh, um, save money. <laughs> funny, but yeah. So that's that's where my painting come from, and um, yeah. So I, I started painting Transformers, and I don't know. I was just okay. Like, I was good at it. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't like really bad. Like, but I was actually not too bad at it. And I posted my um, you know, I posted posted the trans uh, the prime on on the um on the forum and everyone's like, Oh, you know, that's really good and et cetera. And I don't know, it just kind of steamrolled from there. So then I bought some Dinobots and they were crap and I didn't like them. And so then I painted them and then I really sort of started looking into it. And then my wife got me an airbrush for Christmas. And so this, this is all yeah. actually well, pretty and, recent history because we're yeah, now exactly. actually talking about <laughs> age of extinction. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, yep. that later prime was March last year. So we're only yep. talking 12 months ago. Yeah, and I've been like, I've been painting solidly since then. You know, now if I was to look at my collection and I'll, I'll just stand up here, I've got yeah, I've got um, Leadership Prime. I've got what's the what's the one uh, what's the one under Leadership? Is it Voyager? Voyager, yep. Yeah, I got Voyager Grimlock, and then I've got all the all the deluxe Dinobots as well. Um, everything Swoop, Slog, the rest They're of them. They're on that grey, that grey yep. paint. Yep. So they're all sort of gunmetal grey, like really sort of rusted, yep. hammered up sort of metal. Um, I've done, I've done drift. I've got um, the first movie, the first cast prime to Ultra Magnus repaint. Um, yeah, I've got a Bolivian that I made. I've got, um, yeah, I've got um, Primus. What else have I done here? I think that's probably it for myself. I think. Step over here and have a look. Yeah, that's pretty much everything. Um, and then yeah, I've obviously done the. Um, the the MP ghost for, mm. for Mr. Spow, Mr. Andrew Spow there, who um, unfortunately had it fall off of a shelf and his I shoulders just, exploded. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty trashed and I. Oh, that was before you painted it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've kind of, I mean, everything everything on the movie line that I've ever bought, I've I've touched it and repainted it because I just you know don't enjoy the the plastic. Primus, I bought actually bought him bought his body to do Oblivion. And I was sort of a bit skeptical because you know I'd always I'd always wanted a Cybertron Primus, and I scored him for twenty bucks, and <laughs> he was missing <laughs> missing missiles, and he didn't have a butt flap, and uh, so I was like, yeah, no worries. Like I think it was it ended up being ended up being forty bucks total from the states, and when he got here, I just I couldn't just couldn't pull him apart. I just couldn't chop him up because he was just like he was complete outside of that. I was like, man, this character is awesome. Like he's just so epic, and the scale, the scale to suit the G1 wasn't quite spot on, and then another guy contacted me and had um, Metroplex Cybertron Metro, uh, Metroplex, and it was it was spot on, like it was the right scale, and he was really badly damaged, like he was missing half an arm, um, his head was pretty smashed up, and his legs were smashed up, and so I 
yeah, uh, got some uh, G1 bots from Transformerland and bought some articulated Gundam hands. Um, yeah, bought a head from uh, a bombness head from Transformerland as well, and just got the Dremel out and cut him up, <laughs> <laughs> and that was him. But um, so, yeah, so, it was, so, so someone's abominus gave their life for your uh, Metroplex's yeah. head. Yeah, pretty much. Was it um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like I was really struggling to find a G1 head because I wanted to you know, sort of have that G1 look to him, and uh, like no one would sell one to me, and. I jumped on eBay and there was like one for sale and it was a, it was a like weird knockoff head and it was all really badly cast. So, uh, yeah, I got in contact with Matt and Transformerland and said, look, I'm just, I'm looking for a head and a few other bits and pieces. Can you help me out? And he's like, yep. And set up a private store for me to buy from and yeah, shipped it straight over and I was like winning. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. So I made some modifications to it. His head actually has full of Cybertron kickbacks thigh plates. Uh, thigh plates, no, wing plates on the sides, like glued to the sides of his head. So it, it's kind of bulked up his head a little bit and it doesn't look as G1-y as like, just a normal um, normal G1 head. Mm-hmm. So, nice. yeah, I put that and it's, it's he's got um, and uh, uh, kickbacks, you know, the arm with the pincers on, they come out of his back and his legs are attached to the back end of him and, and there's a whole heap of stuff in there. So, <laughs> But he was my first ever scratch built combiner. Um, yeah, I made this chest plate completely out of acrylic and just, yeah, hand-carved it, hand-molded it, and then I went over it with um, some Tamiya uh, modeling putty, which is which is really good to model. You can get it nice and flat, and you just kind of – it's just like blue tack really. And you just lick your fingers and rub your finger over, and it, and it just sets smooth. So, right. yeah, did all of that and just probably took about two and a half months, mm. I think, just building the body alone. Hey, but presto. Yeah, but just and the ideas kind of popped into my head as I was building it. I didn't really have this. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know what was going to happen because I was just. I had some original G ones in one hand, and I had this smashed up body in the other hand, and I'm just kind of looking at them both. And I don't know. And I just thought, oh, that looks like a leg. And if I cut <laughs> the legs off and swing it around, and and I just started cutting and shutting as I went. And then all of a sudden I had a set of legs and a waist and a torso and then I sort of played around with the arms and then I had a set of arms and, yeah, finally I had a, had a full robot and I was like, hey, this guy looks pretty cool and and then here he is. So I made my own backstory for him, which was great as well. Mm. So I had a heap of, you know, stuff that sort of went along with him, but I don't think anybody gave a rat's crack about that. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, show us the robot. Mm. All right, <laughs> have a look at that then. So, yeah, that's kind of, I know, that's been the pinnacle of my uh, uh, experience, I guess. So, do you you have anything on the go at the moment? Um, Transformer-wise, no. Um, I'm just, I've started another Nerf gun. It's going, it's a, uh, it's a long shot. I had one kicking around and uh, I watched District 9 not that long ago and I just got a real buzz out of the guns and... I don't know. Yeah, no, I I can totally get that, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and I just sort of was in the shed last week. I was like, I wonder if I'd just cut this and stick that on there, and the next thing I know, I had this base for a a gun. I'm like, I'm I'm just going to put a, I'm going to put a District 9 paint job over it, and, um, you know, here's some soda bulbs. I'm going to stick them on, and, you know, all of a sudden I had these cylinders and some, um, you know, some... uh, uh, some, uh, some some of that PVC piping and some other bits and pieces and 
yeah and i had had this full full sort of gun going i'm like oh i'll just paint that and work on that so that's that's what i'm doing now so it's it's just that at the moment so mm. one of the things that we wanted to ask you about uh, some of the tools of the trade, but mm. you have given you have, you've given up quite a few of your secrets yeah. you know, over <laughs> the course of the last half hour. <laughs> mm. Is there anything? Is there any advice that you'd give like uh, someone who's just starting? Like where should they start? What what materials and what tools should they have? Like what kind of paint should they use? Um, yeah. You know things like that. Mm. I, I know you. you you posted a lot of pictures to the group uh, showing the process with Ice Storm and that you'd taken it com- almost completely apart so that you could uh, paint yeah, certain yeah. parts from, you know, from edge to edge. Mm. I guess it all, I mean, my advice will probably, you know, on the receiving end, it's going to differ from, from person to person because personality, because you're being creative, personality has got a lot to do with it you'll find that, you know, no two people will make something exactly the same. Like, um, you know, I could have uh, a masterpiece and you know, Brad could have a masterpiece and we'll be given the exact <laughs> Can same I have a masterpiece as well? Like- <laughs> <laughs> you can all have the masterpiece. All right, thanks. Um, but, you know, like his, his rendition of something in his head will come out completely different to mine and, and that's the beauty of it. But I guess, um, you know, as far as, as painting is concerned, don't I mean don't sort of really test the waters I mean if it's something that you want to do or it's something that you've done before and you enjoy it and it's therapeutic for you then then great go gangbusters a lot of people sort of say oh you know start with this type of paint start with that type of paint but whatever you're comfortable with I mean I started with acrylics and man I hate acrylics they are just like for me they They seem to be a very thick layer of paint well Mm. they're, they're Yes, they're thick. It can be thick, but it can also be a pain in the bum to put on as well mm. if you don't prepare your transformer right or whatever you're painting. If you don't prepare it properly, then, you know, acrylic doesn't stick. It's, you know, it takes it takes a while to, you know, brush on. And brushing with an acrylic is very uneven. Like, your, your finish is always going to be pretty average. With an air gun, not so bad. Like, if you want to try acrylics, then... It's a, with an airbrush. It's a really good way to go because it's just water, water based. You can clean everything down with water. It cleans up super easy. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a, um, um, a solvent based paint like enamel where you actually have to buy a, a second solvent uh, to clean up your parts. And cleaning up can be a bit of a nightmare. Like cleaning an airbrush with uh, enamel paint that's been through it is pretty, pretty bad. And <laughs> I have to do it several times a day when I'm painting. Oh, um, yeah. I can only imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it's heaps of fun yeah. trying to get it all out of the uh, of the nozzle and stuff. But you know, if uh, yeah, I guess see what works for you. you buy buy some enamel and buy some acrylic, and sit down and paint with both and. Like, you know straight away what works for you and what doesn't. You'll go, oh, man, like I really like acrylics. And you'll never touch another can of enamel. Or you might be the other way around and you'll just be a sole enamel painter like me. I just paint nothing but enamel because I just like the way that it sticks to stuff. I like the way that it finishes off. It's it's a very it's a very relaxing paint for me, to be honest. <laughs> it requires a, a lot less work, even though the cleanup is pretty mm. pretty annoying. But um, I, can, <clears throat> I can add to this conversation with... Uh, don't mix the two. Uh, no, it's uh, unless you know what you're doing. Yeah, you can, you can mix them, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I um, I recently got my camper trailer that I built sprayed in enamel <laughs> white, and yep. I um, <clears throat> I had just the the Bunnings pressure packs 
of mm-hmm. uh, gloss black and the clear coat. Mm-hmm. And um, done some handrails and did the chassis and the black and then just sort of oversprayed with the clear coat and decided to do a small little section in front of the trailer over the enamel in the clear coat because it was a completely different thing. It's turned it into a bright mustardy yellow. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> just, just like a, yeah, just like a G1 toy that has seen too much sun. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, that's um, a new one, yeah. So I've, I've, crack, left it, yeah, I've left it covered in dust and it'll stay like that to mask my <laughs> incompetence. <laughs> <Mess ups>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, persevere. Perseverance is everything. When I first started using my air gun, um, I had no idea what I was doing. I was running the gun at 60 PSI and just blowing the end out of the gun. <laughs> like, yeah. So, you know, I was expecting this watered-down acrylic paint to stick to the, the, the gun that I was making at the time, and it was just turning into this big puddle of mush. And I got the shits and put it in the cupboard and didn't touch it for 12 months. Uh, it just sat there, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll eventually use it." And I was, I was, I was, I wasn't scared of it, but I was just like, "I just don't have, you know, I can, I can dry brush, I can do all these other things." So I worked on my dry brushing, and then, um, uh, when did I? Oh, that's right. The first, the first transformer that I pulled my airbrush out was actually Cybertron Primus. That's the first ever transformer I've airbrushed. I was going to say you didn't do. I was trying an airbrush. It was all uh, brushwork. Yep. It was all brushwork, yeah. and I was just and after doing Cybertron Primus and stepping back and just thinking, like, what was I thinking? Because mm. I'd done more research and I'd learned more, and you know, I've gone, oh, yep, dial it right back down to like twenty pound or nineteen pound to watch I run it at, set the paint up properly, set the gun up properly, and all of a sudden, because I've got the handwork, the handwork's not a problem. It was just my knowledge on the actual tools itself, so. And having a look at Cybertron Primus now and just going, I don't know where that came from. Well, yeah, look at the just, photos. Yeah. Yeah, like, and the photos are honestly, like, oh, they don't do him justice. No. Like, he's, he blows my socks off even now, like, looking up at him, and I just think, mm. I don't really know how I managed to achieve it, but yeah. I didn't. No. I'm like, that's great. No, <laughs> so, photos, photos will never do a figure justice. doesn't matter if it's professionally taken whether it's uh, com, TFW, yes, nothing against their photographers. They do an absolute amazing job, but yeah, it's just the real eye on a figure. Oh, yeah. Much it's... better viewed than any camera. doesn't matter how much money you pay on a camera, you're not going to get the real eye view. Yeah. Um, but if you want to do something like that, um, like the reject shop, I was buying Dark of the Moon Deluxes for ten bucks. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was, so I was actually gonna, I was actually gonna say like, you know, try to practice on a figure that doesn't yeah. mean much to you. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's even like the place this to stupid Thomas the Tank Engine combiner I brought the other day. It's the worst <laughs> figure you could ever buy for fifteen dollars. But it's a figure you can pull it all apart. You might not get it all back together, but you can sit there and. You can have fun practice, with it. Yeah, practice airbrush. Like, I, I brought an airbrush back in uh, 07, 08 when I was into HO scale model railways. Yep. And done a lot of, like, a timber timber and timber trestles and saw that sort of stuff with the airbrush. And yeah. the airbrush got put away soon after when that layout was done. And 
I pulled out the other day to uh, contemplate doing a transformer and notice it's still got a little bit of bronze and the wood grain paint in it. But um, mm. that just, yeah. And yeah, no, see, that's another um, thing. Yeah, see, even though going into it, that's hooked up to a four horsepower compressor, so it's uh, it's getting full mustard as well. It needs to be screwed right back so it doesn't blow the end of the tip. But, um, yeah. It's just, yeah, like that. Um, a lot of those figures, there's stuff on clearance now for older lines. Give it, give it another month or two, AOE is going to go on clearance. Mm. You can I, get, you I, get I would five, even... ten dollar figures and just just pull them apart, play with them, see yes. how they come apart. Yep, I'd even say just like uh, for to really start out. So maybe if you just grab one of the um, the faction logos, they've got these big chunky faction logos on yeah. sale at the moment. You can get one of them mm. and just start painting it and get a feel for yeah. what you can do with your paint and you know where your preferences lie. Yep, just yeah, try and do a nice just do a nice pattern across an bit logo. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. You can, you know, you can definitely gain a lot from watching, in, uh, you know, videos on how to. But until you've actually got the brush in your hand, and until you learn, you know, the feel of it, you, you, that's when you really start to learn. Like, you know, the dry brushing. You know, um, when I first started, there was always too much paint on whatever I was painting, and yep. you know, I wasn't bringing out the right details, and you know, a lot of frustration when I first started. And uh, but you know, slowly I sort of you know i watched more and i sort of you know i just i just dialed back everything like you know took all the paint off the brush and you know slowed it down and just sort of you know just just flip yeah. the brush on it and just sort of you know just and just learn you know the hand feel the hand eye and yeah. and that's and, where and it just comes following in. the balance just mm, working yeah. out where where that point is between too much and not enough paint yeah that's um, right and, and the best uh, thing is if you got something that's a nice uh, sort of a, oh, not smooth, but a nice, like an Autobot logo or something mm. similar that doesn't have too many edges, and that Terps will get rid of any mistake you've made. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. You can always yeah. you can always you rub can it off. Always, always rub it off and let it dry, and then go again. Go right. Yep. We'll go turn the compressor temperature uh, pressure up a little bit, or add a little bit less thinners, or something like that, and have mm. another go. Yeah, that's right, and it's all just uh, it's just trial and error. Like, um, you know, my, my current airbrush that I, I want to sort of look at replacing, um, you know, it was it was part of the compressor kit that my, that my wife got me. Um, the gun by itself, it's 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 a cheap it's a Chinese uh, cheap Chinese knockoff. It's, it's about thirty bucks, right? It's really really cheap gun. Um, like, <laughs> it's, it's, what I got then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it's good for what it you know it's good for a beginner's gun, and um, you know, and it's great at what it does. Which is which is fine, and you know I'll still continue using that brush. I mean, it's starting to break down now. Like, you know, I've had to replace some parts on it, which, you know, cost more than the gun, surprisingly enough. And that's the problem with it. Pretty but, much the same when you replace parts on anything these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. But um, you know, there's a big difference between that gun and say a you know a two hundred dollar you know a water, which is what I want to go to. Um, you know, the paint comes out out differently. The the way the paint is mixed is different. You know, and you can paint with a, a lot thicker paints. Whereas the gun at the moment, I have to thin my paint right down so it's literally water for it to actually get out of the gun yeah, and not just clog start, the just nozzle. Flows through it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's, you know, it's painful. Uh, whereas the more expensive guns, they do. You know, the paint mixing's different, and you can run thicker paints and get better results, and it atomizes better and stuff like that. So there is a big difference, but. You know, starting out with a cheap gun, 
there's nothing wrong with it and you can get some crazy results like you know you can you can do pretty much most things an expensive gun will do it just it won't last as long and you know that's it'll have its own little you know problems later on so yeah, <laughs> yeah. problems yeah. in later life <laughs> the yeah. usage is a lot shorter than the more expensive one yeah well i mean when i paint a transformer um i generally log anywhere between 40 to 50 hours on a on a, on a transformer um the mp that i just did for andrews probably uh, yeah, I'd say it's, and, uh, there's been some days there where I've painted for maybe seven hours straight and just stood there and painted and painted and painted and painted. And at the end of seven hours, like the gun just wants to go back into its little box and go to sleep. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's, you know, it's full of, it's full of paint and I've had to clean it out a few times and, you know, it's, it's really copping a hiding. So yeah, it's. I've had to straighten out the the, the mixture needle a few times because I drop it or <laughs> bang it on something or stab myself with it, you know. So yeah, it's lots of wear and tear. But uh, so when are you ready to do my MP10? <laughs> whenever, whenever you send it to me, man. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it first. Hurry up then. <laughs> you can buy one of these. You can buy one of these knockoffs that I seen today. Hundred and twenty bucks, mate. Yeah, yeah, get 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 a knockoff so that you're, uh, you know, you you can paint up a knockoff. Hey, it, it even comes, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, he even comes with the Megatron in the handgun and also the um, the Matrix of Leadership, which is pretty cool. Mm. That's the sound. That of, would... That's the sound of Brad's wallet strings loosening. Yeah, yeah. it's this is one of those things because the um, the TCCA Prime. Is only uh, he's only going to live for this year. Coming the end of the year, we're going to design our own club mascot and everything else, and that yeah, repainted Optimus Prime is going to disappear for good, just to uh, get away from the IP infringement and everything else. But um, yeah, I've got a uh, I've got the reissue reissue MP10 coming in June, so oh, there you go. We'll see what uh, we'll see what happens on that front. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll paint that one up. I don't, I don't recommend painting masterpiece transformers for beginners at all. I oh <laughs> no, <Wow. laughs> well the, the price. You're not gonna, you're not gonna spend a hundred, hundred and thirty dollars to uh, disassemble a figure, have a go oh, painting yeah. it, and then reassembling only to find as soon as you transform it, all the paint flakes off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, they're definitely. They're definitely a, an interesting breed of, of construction. I'll say that much. Mm. The, um, it's even uh, even uh, Wayne Buck done the G1 uh, mm. Prime for me in the uh, the TCCA Prime colours. Yeah, I love and that thing. Yeah, and it's one of those things that come in Prime mode. I took mm. photos of it. I <laughs> was extremely slow in pulling his arms out from under his body and transforming it to not damage the paint. And that is how he is going to stay. <laughs> but yeah, well, if that, he's painted in enamel, it should be all right. It should stay on. But it's sort of a, it's a paint over paint. Well, yeah. Sort of thing. But even then with G1 Prime, I'm pretty sure that red is molded red plastic. So there's no paint mm. on anyway, but, uh, just the uh, just the metal cabin window. Yeah, moment. yeah, that and the the chrome around the uh, the wrists and 
whatever else, but and the grill, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that was it was. I I enjoyed looking at that um that that paint job he did because it just I don't know there was just something about it that just uh, I don't know like he just had everything right like it wasn't it wasn't this amazingly like I mean it was all freehand and it was all mm. well that's you know, it it wasn't ever printed it was on. like freehand it was accurate to the photo mm. and it looks and even once we got the elbow silver bits repainted and everything mm. else like. And even now, like he 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 goes back if in truck mode, he's got the red stripes going the full length of the truck mode with the white strips either side, just like the mm. Union Jack. I'm hoping, perfect. I'm hoping if I can organise it, I'm going to have both of the painted primes at Supernova in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, that would be cool. They'll probably have a fish tank over the top of them to stop people sneezing on them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, they'll have to have them cases. there, and if I can work out a way of getting them to Sydney, obviously I can't post a fish tank to Sydney. But um, <laughs> we, uh, we we do have stores that sell fish yeah, tanks. Yeah, well, in that's Sydney. It. it's only a, it's only a, it's only a one a two b one fish tank. So yeah, it's definitely on the cards. But yeah, that's. Uh, that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. But like as as, um, as members of the group will see, you can go to the uh, to my photo album, and I think it's under Oztron Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a quite extensive photo gallery there of uh, of both primes you've done for me. So um, yeah, I'll have to have a look at that one. Yeah, for sure. No, no, thank yous can ever thank <laughs> enough. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was definitely when I when I started doing him because it was a lot of uh, you know that whole entire bot is painted completely by hand. I haven't taped anything off. I haven't done anything. It's just all freehand. So all of the um, you know all of the little power lines that are running between his panels. That's all. I sat there with a you know the tiniest brush I had and just I literally just held my breath and just just rubbed it and just like went through it. And uh, yeah, once I finished a line, I breath out, breath in, and start again and. That's how I got it all. As, that's as the, as I got that's it. the fall of Cybertron one. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah that's the... He's um he's in me uh, he's in me albums as on Ostron Prime. Mm. There's 41 photos in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He even done the custom identity disc, which was amazing. Yeah, I had a few goes at that. They just mm. it was either the size was wrong or the profile was wrong, but I finally uh, finally managed to get it. And uh, yeah, I managed to freehand the circle in there as well. It's, mm. uh, yeah, took and me a few it, days it come, to get over that. Yeah, and it come about uh, it come about a fortnight after you'd already done the project. The suggestion of doing a glow in the dark blue instead of the neon blue you did. Yeah, I I I looked into um, doing uh, glow in the dark because I wanted to get that done, but the the paint. The glow-in-the-dark paint is just—it's—it's it's, to be honest, it's just—it's like a glue. Yeah, yep. And it—it's just—it I couldn't paint with it, and yep. I, I'd had a look at it, and like I was in the shop, and I opened the bottle, had a look, and I stuck my finger in it. I was like, oh, this is just like there was glue, and I couldn't find a glow-in-the-dark paint, so I just kind of abandoned it because it would just turn into just too much of a mess. And I thought, you know what? Like, he looks amazing now, and 
I'm just not really sort of gonna sort of wreck it, I guess, mm, and yeah. experiment with something that I just know is not gonna work 100, uh, percent which is what I wanted. So nice. Are you uh, are you online at the moment? If you click on the my photos and album. Oh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. For the listeners, um, if you go to my photos under my profile, you'll see uh, TCCA Prime. And this is uh, this is Wayne Bucks, and this is what we we're talking about earlier with the uh, the TCCA Prime. And I'm hoping to get this same thing done to an MP figure, just so I can post it, uh, pose it in the uh, MP stature. Yeah, they'll look definitely look good together. That's for sure. Mm. Well, they're two completely different aesthetics. Hmm. And that 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 um that four Cybertron prime I got you to do, I would I'd love to get the complete uh, Project X Dinobot series, mm. which is all six of their four Cybertron Dinobots, and get you oh, to, yes, yep. get you to do the whole thing black with the neon blue stripes for the whole lot, or even yeah, the yeah. Dinobots just do like a a cherry red or like a neon red instead of the blue. But when you're looking at 60 to $70 per figure, it uh, tends into a bit of a, uh, it's bit of not, an exercise. It's, yeah, it's not something I want to be carting around to cons and everything else. <laughs> yeah, sort of want to... I mean, you could put, you know, I've still got to... I still got to sit down and uh, do some work on my acrylic cases, but you know you could always put something like that over it, or build mm. th- some sort of display setup where they're all sort of in a in a frame, or in a holder, and you know put them all together. Well, the fish tank. It, um... that, this is actually a, a good point. These are you mentioned the acrylic cases. Um, you could uh, definitely take one of them with you from Melbourne to Sydney for the, to bring the figures up for Supernova. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be on a plane, so it's going to be carry on. Yeah, that's okay. So, um, the only other alternative is like ship them up there in the week or two beforehand. I'm sure. I'm sure you could probably just post it at that point. But yeah, yeah, no, that'd be yeah, fine. yeah. Just just post them up. Michael, Michael's my tour guide for the weekend. He's um, pick him up from from the airport and be my tour bitch. So, uh, <laughs> I ship everything to him. He's going to get the uh, the banners and everything else for the stall. Or for the table, um, but yeah, do that. Fantastic. Anyway, yeah. back to the interview. <laughs> so, look, um, I think I think we're probably about done with the interview. Really, we've mm. I think we've been done with the interview for a while. We're just enjoying having a bit of a chat, really. But yeah, <laughs> I think um, look, Travis, it sounds like you actually have quite a uh, quite a number of figures on your plate for the next few months. But do you want to let listeners know how to get in touch with you just in case they actually do want to get a piece done? Yeah, sure. I guess, you know, obviously for the club, yeah, anybody's, you know, quite happy to happy to, you know, message me and uh, you know, discuss something that they want. I know uh one of the guys that uh, I think it's Dre, he wants me to do a nemesis version of uh Titan Metroplex. So cool. I'm kind of licking my lips at that one. It sounds like a good idea, actually, because uh, I don't know if I don't know if you follow the comics. I know Brad doesn't follow the comics, but a Necro Titan wait, would be fantastic. Wait, 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 and we're going to talk about the comics oh, on the oh, next episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him off quickly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah a Necro Titan would be amazing. Yeah, that's sort of uh, that's going to be um, 
yeah, the next one that I want to sort of uh, do. Really, you, you can actually you like, can pick up a Titan class, which is like fairly cheap if you uh, if you go for a wander around a few shops at the moment. Anyway, so yeah, mm. yeah. Well, he's appeared at Target again, apparently. So oh, really? Yeah, Target found uh, another box with some Metroplexes in it. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, have wander and have a look. He was uh, <laughs> back at Target. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I, I get sick of looking at the uh, just the box of my current Titan and. Because he's still sealed, I'm just not willing to open him up. So I might buy something to play with, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got to. I've should eventually have plenty to do. But yeah, it's um, as I was saying. Yeah, contacting me over the page, or you can um, you can hit me up on my own Facebook page. And I can't even remember what the uh, the linky dink is called for it. Let me have a look at it. Well, I mean, people can find you in the group anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You but, are, um, you are, you are an admin of the group, so uh, you are easily found <laughs> if you go to the members section of the group. Yeah, I do have my own page where I stick sort of everything I do on. Um, but yeah, that's um, Facebook.com. Just look for TCO Nerf, and uh, I kind of sort of stick everything that I do on there for just general viewing. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't have the page there to for the masses. I just put it up there. So if people are interested in just following along with, you know, the little things that I'm doing, um, the latest photos of my uh, my current um, District 9 Nerf gun are up there as Ooh. well. So, nice. you know, you can see that in action. And uh, I'm experimenting with a new paint on it, so hopefully it all goes okay. Don't worry about the paint. You owe me a sniper rifle. <laughs> 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 you know where I live. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the best ways to uh, get in contact with me. But I'm I'm open to all things. You know, if it's a scratch build you want, then we'll definitely have a lot to talk about because scratch builds are <laughs> time consuming and uh, can sure. be very expensive. <laughs> yep. So, and you know, I get I get probably one or two um, private messages a week asking me if I'll sell Oblivion and I just keep saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pass. <laughs> <laughs> pass, it's the only one. You can build another one. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no. I, look, look, so for me, if I was in that position, it, for me, it's a function of time. I don't have time to go uh, decorating one, but if I want one, I'll go and pay for one. <laughs> oh yeah. I, so I, I saw someone someone posted jokingly on the group something something today a TARDIS that transforms into Optimus oh, Prime. I did see that. And <laughs> I immediately grabbed it and I tweeted it. I'm just like, this combines two things that I adore and I must have it. And <laughs> I tracked it down. It's actually 3D printed and like you can get the the blueprints for it. And the guys just got a message on the page going, or if you message me, then I'll I'll print one and I'll build it for you and mail it to you. I'm like, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll go yeah. to the actual 3D printing site and do it for half the price. <laughs> I don't know where to 3D print these things, and I, I think I would screw it up. So I just want someone to do it for me. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, it's 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 like that. It's sort of uh, you have people uh, contacting you um, to to do just just little things that you know they just don't have time to do. Well, so, so this uh, is one the or thing, two right? of these things coming up. Yeah, well, so this is the thing, right? I don't. I guess I don't do physical labor, right? Like when my bike has a rattle, I take it to the shop and I was like, yeah, just, just fix it and tell me when it's done. So, you know, mm. like when it comes to you know painting a transformer, I wouldn't have the patience for it. I'll just like, I'll just be like, can I just give you like a couple of hundred bucks, get you to paint this figure up for me and then be done with it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very humble with 
with my creations. I don't, yeah, despite all the people that see my work and go, oh, you should charge $1,000 for it. I don't, I don't know, for some reason, like, painting painting it and the end reaction is kind of enough for me. Perfect example is going to be when, like, Andrew gets his masterpiece back, opens it up, and he's just gonna have to sit down because that thing looks nothing <laughs> like it did when it got to me like it's just it's a completely different robot you know i've i've repaired it um to start with and it's you know it's had top to do toe full custom paint job that is just you know he, whatever is in his head is just going to be smashed to smithereens because you know i've brought something into reality for him and i think like his amazement and his thank you and the way that it's going to make his feel is kind of enough for me I, I don't know how to describe it but that's it's almost kind of like payment which is why i didn't i didn't ask him for any money i've you know i've not said look you know pay me for this pay me for paint do whatever i've just i seen it started with a guy who was devo that his you know his masterpiece had fallen off his shelf and 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 broken and he couldn't fix it and i looked at it and went I can fix that. Like, I can fix that. And so I've just gone, mate, stick it in a box and, and I'll, fi- I'll fix it for you. Like free of charge, just put it in a box and I'll fix it for you. Don't even think about it. Here's my address and I'll send it back. And then it just kind of turned into a paint job and I said, well, I need the experience. So sure, you know what? Free of charge. I'll, I'll, what do you want? And we discussed it and he wanted Ice Storm. And now he's got this thing. <laughs> so it I mean, and nice. it's not perfect. Well, look, it's it's not perfect. I mean, you know, it's it's got its flaws. It's got things that I could have done better. You know, a lot of the joints in masterpieces they rub a little more than I realised. So, yeah. you know, there's there there is clearance problems with it. There's not paint missing or anything like that on it. But you know, it's a very tight transformer now. Like it's it's tight to move. It's not. You could never play with it. The damage that the transformer itself has actually suffered. It's stuck in robot mode. Like, there's nothing I could do with it because every time I tried to transform it, it literally groaned and creaked and <laughs> the panels started opening up and they just wanted to fall to pieces. Error, error. Do <laughs> yep, it just... Oh, so, so, what, so what you're saying is that um, when it fell to the <laughs> ground, its transformation cog fell out. Yeah, its T-cog is, is done. Yeah. So he's he's stuck, but, you know, I've, I've, I've gone into extra detail, like the, you know, the, the chest pieces when they open up and you've got the missile pods underneath i've painted all of those i've you know i've I've painted in um you know all the thrusters and i actually uh did a first i actually painted um the the jet housings around the the boosters i've actually done them in a um uh in titanium burnt titanium so it it fades from from brown to go through to copper to purple and then finally to an iridescent blue so yeah so yeah so I, i i did that um, as a complete experiment, and it just looked amazing. And I was like, I'm, I'm really glad I tried it, because you look at it and it just completes the robot. It's just something completely different that you won't see on any other masterpiece, and I've never seen it on any Transformer that's been customised so far. So I hope when he pulls it out of the box, he completely craps his pants and <laughs> jumps around like a small child. <laughs> oh, poopy pants. So it's, it seems to me like you could probably do to like send along a, a, a powered up battery powered webcam so that as soon as he opens the box, you can see his reaction. <laughs> Pardon me. I'd, I'd love it if somebody like was recording him and then, you know, they were, I don't know, they would bottle his tears for me. 
This can be achieved. <laughs> I'd love send it, send it to. Send uh, it to the local state rep, and you can come pick it up in person, and you can record it. Little mm-hmm. little bottle, little bottle of tears, <laughs> but um, you know that's uh, a lot of times I um, I don't know, I just I do things because um, you know I don't you know I don't earn bucket loads of money, and you know whenever someone does something for me, I I don't really have any way to pay them for it. I just you know, but if I can do something for them, and this is a prime example, then you know I'll go to the nth degree, you know to to. To, to make sure that it would be something that, you know, I would be happy with on my shelf. Um, you know, I, I painted everything on that transformer, even the stand that it comes on. Um, I did like a, the same effect that I did on my Cybertron Primus, the black, and I did like a metal overcoat and I've gone through and I've detailed all the pipes and, you know, nice. all, the, all the lights and stuff. So he's going to post pictures of this thing next week and you guys will be able to see it because I don't want to take that from him. Um, but it's, it's, it's completely... You're going, be, you're going to be competing with Alex, but uh, hopefully we get a post of the week out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he should um, should hopefully, uh, you know, he, he'll, he'll, I'll let him take some photos of it and stick it up, and, yeah. and then I'll, I'll put up the pictures that I've taken of it. So, uh, yeah, you guys can see a little bit more of it in process, but... Um, oh, even even the photos I've seen of you posting up of it are just, yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, I hadn't really... I hadn't finished... I can't... I don't see. I don't even think I pick, paint picture, uh, put pictures up of the fuselage, um, and I've done. I've gone through it and actually done a um, uh, like a G1 Starscream style um, uh, cockpit canopy. So it, it fades from a, a really nice orange right through to a, a yellow to a sort of a not. Well, it's, it is kind of white, but not really white. But it's sort of more the orange to the yellow. Um, and I've done the whole sort of canopy frame in a silver and stuff like that. So it really. Uh, it really just sort of captures that G1 sort of thing that he really wanted, like those solid colours, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the G1 um, feel. So, yeah, I hope he, I hope he, uh, hope he really digs what I've done. So, but it's uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward nice. to when he when he chucks up some pictures. But um, you know, I didn't do it for the fame. I didn't do it for, you know, everyone to sort of you know Google over. I just did it because, yeah, you know, I kind of I don't know I had this moment of empathy. <laughs> And was, yeah, and I was like, you know, I can kill two birds with one stone here, man. Like, he's pretty much destroyed anyway. Have I, I fix it and do something a little bit extra because I need the practice. Mm. And he was like, yeah, cool. That's kind of where it come from. But, uh, and it was Ghost Starscream to start with. Yeah, well, I've got one as well. And I keep looking at him going, I want to paint him, <laughs> but I'm probably not going to because he was just, it wasn't a nightmare, but... Yeah, he's definitely I, difficult to pull apart and put back together. I had no, I had no issue with mine. It's just with the MP line, he didn't suit. Yeah, no reason I sold him. Yeah, if one come up now for cheap, I'll buy him straight back. I miss mm. him in my collection. But um, yeah, well, I couldn't pass up on this guy. He was a hundred bucks at um at a toy meet, and I was like, oh, because I seen him, like, oh wow, a masterpiece. And I, the guy that was selling him, I was like, oh, so how much? He's like, oh, 100 bucks. I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, here you go. I'll 100 bucks. <laughs> like, you know, all complete in a box. Sticker sheet hasn't been used. I'm like, sweet. So, yeah, but I've pulled him out once or twice and transformed him once and then uh, had to go to therapy afterwards. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's just going to stay in his box. <laughs> but, um, 
yeah, no, it's, I enjoyed it. It was it was definitely a, an experience. So I, now I know if someone asks me to do another one, I'll go, yeah, I can do that, and then I'll do the things to that one that I didn't do on this one. So, yeah, I kind of figure it's sort of just a learning curve. And so if, if, so if someone does want, to, uh, does want to broaden your horizons on customs and modifications, they can get in touch with you on the, on the Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did, you guys probably aware, I did post up a little while ago that I was, uh, you know, doing work for just the cost of paint, which is, you know, still there. It's still open for anybody who, you know, wants to get something done, but, you know, literally can't afford the, you know, that the man hours, you know, at, four, at 40 to 50 hours, you know, mm. you're looking probably close to sort of 200 bucks worth of time. Yeah, um, yeah well, that's it. They don't want to uh, pull the figures apart themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm sort of doing a cost of paint. You know, you can paint a, a masterpiece for sort of, you know, 20, 30 bucks, somewhere around there. But, yeah, um, yeah it's it's open to everybody and they can, uh, if they want to help me get some further experience on the gun, then, you know, no worries. They can get in contact with me and I'll be quite happy to do something for them. Yeah, something we something we actually mentioned to, meant to mention earlier. There's a couple of how-to videos that you've uh, you've given us for the YouTube yeah. channel as well, and I think there's a bit of demand for some more out there. Have you have you thought about doing mm. any more? Um, I did. I've got some video stock here for um, airbrushing. Oh, this sounds um, like a good exclusive coming up. <laughs> yeah, it was actually going to be the exclusive on Cybertron Primus, but. The way it kind of all panned out and what I recorded and what I learned during painting Primus, I'm going to probably just going to pick another Transformer for everybody and do the special on it all over again because there's some things that, well, there's some things that I learned that I didn't actually know when I, you know, when I when I shot the, the video stock for it yeah. and, you know, so I'm saying blah, blah, blah when I kind of not quite accurate and i don't really want to send people down the wrong avenue so yeah i sort yeah. of i recorded the front part of the video and then when it come to putting the colors and the details on i just completely stopped and just had had this massive big learning curve and i went okay i've got that down i'll i'll do it again and probably paint up something else with you guys i don't know i've got a masterpiece groom lock here that needs to change i don't like gray <laughs> plastic <laughs> It's uh, G2, G2. <laughs> no, I'm just sort of, you know, going to go like Primer Grey, <laughs> but he's not really that detailed. So, I don't know, something else might pop up. Maybe uh, maybe might do the old uh, Metroplex and, uh, and and put that into a video. So, But we'll see how we go. But, yes, there are definitely more videos in the Pipeworks pipeline. Right. Pipeline. <laughs> That's pipeline, yep. There's, there's pipelines and there's pipeworks. I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so look, um, we actually, I think I think Brad made a note at the top of the run sheet that uh, this was going to be a half hour. Um, we've actually been going for nearly two hours. So yeah. I think it's probably about time we brought it to a bit of a close. And, the, you know, the, there is, of course, the, the possibility, you know, we can always just record another one later down the line and see, you know, touch base again. Yeah. yeah, well, it's been really swell. There's a lot to talk about in the world of customization. There's not really one solid answer for, you know, every single question. But uh, thank you very much for picking my brain. It's been quite cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, um, thank you. All right. Well, yeah, thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, so signing off for Off the Shelf, uh, I'm Jason. And I've been Brad. And I'm Travis as... 
as I am. That, that's that's Travis messing up the outro. That's okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Good evening. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page. Hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, you can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all the one. Oh, well, there you go. I said good evening again. God you damn did, it. you did. That's, it's fine, it's fine. I think we I think we talked about the fact that we were recording at night anyway. It's a running joke. Yeah, it is. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, we're on the record now. What are we going to call this? You call it off the shelf, off the, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Did, didn't, didn't you have it? Off a, the shelf on the mic. <laughs> no, did, didn't, you, didn't you have a name for these already? <clears throat> nah. Oh, okay. No, uh, the, the, it was only going to be the point five, which was the in-between episodes, but... um, You have an episode that's in-between episodes. Yeah. Thus being an episode. <laughs> it's a space between spaces. Yeah. <laughs> All right, episode so, point five five. So before, before we do anything else, then we need to come up with a witty name for the show in the next minute. Ah... <laughs> uh... I, mean, I, right, I, I got it. I got it. It's off the shelf, off the rails. Oh, no, no, I've famous. already got three episodes of off the rails. That's the uh, the bonus shows. So wait, is this just a name for this particular show, like this particular one? Well, it's it's the covered interviews we do. You're uh, the first. Uh, you could say, uh, I mean, you could say off the record, but it's not really off the record because we're uh, recording it. <laughs> uh, off the shelf uh, interviews. It's it's actually off the cuff. Off the cuff. Uh-huh. Ah. I listened to an episode called Off the Cuff. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you guys want to call it, this is not my show. <laughs> oh, we'll just call it the first of our interviews. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just bonus content. They're just you know interview bonus content and stuff. And my cat is being really annoying behind me, but that's okay. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's making all this noise. Hmm. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. He's very cute. Mm. And I just bought him a bright red collar today as well. Oh, really? <laughs> he's, he's scratching oh. trying to get it off too. <laughs> get me out of it. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, go, off, we'll go off the shelf interviews then. Let's go. All right. <clears throat> um, there is definitely still something in the background though. Is that all right? Yeah. Young Phil's on the iPad on the couch. Okay. Shoot it. Um, Put it <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've said that already. Um, Put headphones on him or something. <laughs> Dylan, can you be a little bit quieter, please? Go outside. <laughs> oh, again, they've looked for more. <laughs> Go play in the streets. Why did you get outside? The <laughs> <laughs> mm, problem with doing it this early. Um, Alright. Welcome to Off the Shelf, one of our old interviews segment of the podcast where um we interview people that's horrible that was that was do you want to do that again yeah let's uh so just like 
sit, sit up straight, be louder, and be a bit happier, and have a big smile on your face when you do it. You've got you've got a camera on me. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Welcome to Off the Shelf, the interview where we interview. No, that's not even better. Uh, just say, Jason, just Jason, say, Jason did the intro for the show, and I'll do the intro for Trev. <laughs>